In this class, we are going to continue the dinam of Chazara that we discussed in the last class. As we mentioned, Chazara is the rabbinic prohibition of returning things to a fire on Shabbos unless the five conditions are met. And as we mentioned briefly, again, the food has to be completely cooked. The food, there has to be a covering over the fire, meaning a blech. The food has to still be warm. Your intention has to be when you remove it from the fire that you're going to be putting it back. And the fifth condition is that you're still holding on to it. Now what happens if somebody wants to put onto the blech and Shabbos something which was not on the blech the whole time? So it's not chazara, you're actually putting something new onto the blech. So the details of the dinim are very complex, but in briefly the dinim are as follows. Anything which is wet, you cannot put onto the blech. In any, but generally speaking, you cannot put anything onto the blech. If it wasn't on the blech before Shabbos, you cannot put something onto the blech on Shabbos. What happens though, if somebody wants to warm up food on Shabbos that wasn't on the fire when, during the duration of Shabbos? They want to take something out of the refrigerator, they want to take a piece of uh, challah and they want to warm it up a little bit before Shabbos. They want to take something out of the refrigerator and heat it up, warm it up on Shabbos. The only way it's really allowed is if you have a blech over the fire and then you take a pot, an inverted pot, like they said before, a cookie sheet that has a little bit ends to it. You invert it over the fire. Then, sometimes you'd be allowed to put something on that if there's no problem with bishul, if there's no problem of it getting cooked. For instance, a challah which is already baked, you cannot rebake it, so to speak. You could take a challah and put it on top of the pot that's on top of the blech. You cannot put the challah directly on the blech, not on section A or section B. A is the part which is directly over the fire. B is the part which is surrounding the fire, but it can still get very hot. And C is where it can never get hot. You could take challah and put it on section C of the blech. That's not a problem because it's not putting it onto a blech. But to put it on section A or B would be only be allowed if you invert a pan and then put the challah on top of that because that doesn't look like the normal way of cooking. It's not near a kumavashu because nobody cooks like that. What happens though if you want to take something out of the refrigerator which is wet? And by putting on section, even a pot that's on the blech, you're going to put it on the pot that's on top of the blech. If that liquid can become yad soledesbei, meaning it can reach 110 degrees, even if it's there for an extended period of time, it's forbidden to do it even for a very short period of time. Because, as we mentioned before, the Altarebbe holds that there's bishul after bishul, there's cooking after cooking, halachically cooking after cooking, if something is wet. If there's moisture, or let's say you take a challah out of the freezer, and there's ice on the challah, and you're going to put it onto the pot that's onto the blech, and it's going to make it hot, so then halachically you're going to be cooking that liquid, or that ice, or that condensation, which is on the food, 
or on the challah, and therefore that would be considered cooking on Shabbos, which would be biblically forbidden. But if you're talking about something which is completely cooked, completely dry, and you want to warm it up on Shabbos, so you cannot put it directly onto the blech on Shabbos, as we mentioned, what you could do is invert the pot over the blech, and then put the food on top of the pot that's on top of the blech. So that would be allowed, providing there's no liquid. So if somebody wants to warm up, let's say, uh, fish, kogel, you have to make sure that it's not wet. What is the definition of wet? That if I touch it, my hand would get wet enough that if I touch something else, it would make that thing wet. That is called liquid. In fact, many of you have heard of the concept was called a kadeda blech. What is this kadeda blech? It actually is the concept of what we just spoke about. A kadeda blech is actually, kadeda means a pot, and a blech is the blech. So the way kadeda blech is formed is in a way that you have a pot, it's halachically considered a pot, on top of a blech. What's the advantage of the kadeda blech? Because it's already not only a blech, but it's halachically like a pot that's on top of the blech. So then they made it in a way that you could take things and put it onto this kadeda blech. But again, according to the Altrebbe's opinion, that there is cooking after cooking by something wet, the kadeda blech is not a blanket had to take anything out of the refrigerator and put it onto the kadeda blech. If you hold this cooking after cooking by liquid that cooled down, so the kadeda blech is not any better than a regular pot, an inverted pot that you put on top of the blech. If a food is not completely cooked, and by leaving it on this pot that's on the blech, you're going to be cooking it more. So then, halachically, it's considered cooking on Shabbos, which would be forbidden. The next thing I want to discuss is what happens if somebody, Shabbos morning, gets up and they realize that the cholent is being burnt, and you want to add hot water to the cholent. Now, this leniency that we're going to be talking about of adding hot water to the cholent under certain conditions is only allowed to be done Shabbos morning or very, very late Shabbos Friday night. Because if the cholent is not 100% completely cooked and you're going to be adding water into the cholent, it is considered cooking the cholent. So you have to be careful. This that we're talking about now, that you sometimes under certain conditions, you're allowed to add hot water to the cholent, that's only if the cholent is 100% completely cooked. So what is the process, the proper halachic process of adding hot water to the cholent Shabbos morning when we can assume that it's completely cooked? Number one, you need to take the cholent off the fire. Now this could be done in a few ways. Either you take it completely off the fire, hold on to it, somebody takes off the cover, you had add hot water directly from a kettle or from an urn and then you cover it and then you put it back onto the blech. That would be allowed. But there's other considerations that need to be remembered when this is happening. Number one, it has to be straight from the kettle or from the urn. You cannot pour water into a glass and then pour it into the cholent. That would be forbidden. Another issue that needs to be kept in mind, not necessarily about Shabbos, but it could be other issues involved. If you take a pot that has fleshic 
chalent in it, or meat, or chicken soup, or whatever it may be. And you're going to pour water from an urn directly into the fleshic chalent. If the flow is consistent, that it's, from, it's flowing from the knob of the urn into the chalent, halachically, the steam goes back up, and then your urn might become fleshic. There's a strong possibility it will become fleshic. And therefore, you need to be careful even when you take off the cover. You don't want the steam going up because then if the steam goes up to the kettle or to the urn, it might be, become a fleshic, a fleshic urn or fleshic kettle. So the best thing if you're using a kettle is to pour a little bit at an angle that when the steam goes up straight, it is not directly hitting the kettle. But that's a din in Batsev HaKolov. That's not a din in Hilcha Shabbos. So you take the pot off the fire, and again, all the conditions of Chazara must be met. You take off the cover. When it's off the fire, you add water, recover it, and then you put it back onto the blech. Other opinions say, another way of doing it is, by moving the cholent from part A of the blech to part B of the blech. By moving it off part B of the blech, and because the cholent is completely cooked, and it's not halachically on the fire anymore, you can add hot water while the cholent is on section B. In other words, you move the cholent to section B, you uncover the cholent, you add hot water directly from a kettle from an urn into the cholent, you recover the cholent, and then, if you want, you're allowed to move it back to section A. Because as we learned, from B to A, if the food is completely cooked, there's no problem moving it back and forth from section A to section B. What happens if you realized that there's too much water, you added too much water, so then halachically you can move it, as we mentioned before, from section B to section A, and then you do, it will cook quicker, but because the water is completely cooked and the chalent is completely cooked, there's no problem, so then the chalent the water will evaporate, it'll get cooked in, and then you won't have a very liquidy cholent. But these are all the practical cases of chazara that we need to keep in mind, that any time we want to put something back onto the Blech on Shabbos, there are rabbinic decrees involved that we shouldn't look like you're cooking on Shabbos, even though you're not really halachically cooking on Shabbos, because everything is already cooked, but you need the five conditions of chazara, which again, very quickly, is the food is completely cooked. Uh, there's a blech. It's still warm. It's still in your hand. And your intention was to return it on Shabbos. One last din about this whole thing. What happens if a pot was removed from the fire by mistake? From the blech. In other words, you had a number of pots on the blech. Somebody thought they're taking off the chicken soup. And by mistake, they realized they took off the cholent. So according to many, many poskim, because it was a mistake, b'dieved, for Enoch Shabbos, to have food on Shabbos, you'd be allowed to put it back onto the fire, even though it's not in your hand anymore, and you put it down, and your intention was not to return it because this pot was you thought was soup and you thought you're going to be removing it completely from the fire, but because it was a mistake, and your intention was not to remove the cholent, so therefore, it's allowed, if somebody made a mistake and took off the wrong pot, 
even though they put it down, again, as long as the other three conditions of Chazad are 100% met, meaning it's completely cooked, there's a blech, and it's still warm. So then the last two conditions in time of dire need on Shabbos would be allowed to be, so to speak, forgiven if you need the food for Shabbos and all the other three conditions are met. But if any of the first three conditions are not met, meaning it's not completely cooked, and there's no blech, and it's not warm anymore, there's no way chazoda would be allowed on Shabbos, unless if you're putting it into part three of the blech, and then it would be allowed.